Hello, and welcome back to The Big Picture with Bryce Franzen and Brandon Kyung. Um, you know, we're just going to jump right into it. The topic today is going to be gun control. Um, we're coming off of just a few days after the deadliest mass shooting in modern United States history in Las Vegas. Uh, you may have heard um, at least 58 people were killed and more than 500 were hurt on a Sunday night. Um, a man in the Mandalay Bay Hotel was on the 32nd floor and opened fire from that from that 32nd floor down to a uh, country music festival where there were over um, or about 22,000 people. And so the question after all of these um, mass shootings is, you know, gun control. I think the issue just keeps coming back to here and nothing really gets done. So I think it's pretty clear at this point that assault rifles, high capacity rifles and anything that can cause this kind of destruction is really not necessary. I mean, the Constitution um, was pat was um, ratified so long ago that there, some of the amendments um, at the time aren't really applicable today. I mean, back then they didn't have AR-15s and fully automatic assault, assault rifles. So, Bryce, do you think that we, as a nation, should get rid of all these high-capacity assault rifles and um, AR-15s and things of those nature? Well, I mean, I would have to disagree with your opinion on the Second Amendment because I'll read it right now. It says. It reads that uh, well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free states, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And I really think the thing I've noticed is that every time we have one of these mass shootings, the left always comes back to, oh, more gun control, more gun control. And the thing is, we saw this during the whole Obama administration, how we kept adding more and more gun control. But the thing is, we've had more and more mass shootings in the past, like, three, four years. What do you think about that? You know, I, I understand where you're going with that, um, but as far as the Second Amendment goes, it was like a, a doctrine that was passed so long ago that I don't think our founding fathers could have understood or I, I could have guessed that today how many soft targets there would be, like um, airports um, and like events like this, um, as well as the fact that I don't think they could have foreseen how our arms development has gone. So, I mean... The fact, like, look at looking at the weaponry of like the Revolutionary War at that time, it did not have the anywhere near the same capacity as um, like an assault rifle today. So that just means that one person today can, can inflict a lot more damage than someone back then. Um, and so maybe maybe things have to be changed because um, you know the Second Amendment doesn't reflect uh, the situations that we have today. Well, I mean, the whole problem with that is that if we start thinking like, oh, we can change the Second Amendment. Everyone's going to be thinking that, like, oh, let's change this part of the government because it didn't apply. Oh, let's change this. Let's change this. And eventually you've gotten to the point where we're going to be so far from the Constitution. It's just I think it's going to turn into chaos because we're not going to have a stable foundation to be back on. And then I sort of want to drag this over to how gun control would actually work. The thing is, these people that kill, they are criminals. Do you really think they're going to follow the law? They're not going to be like, oh, well, this state's not going to let me have a gun, so, oh, I guess I can't go and grab it and then go shoot some people. They're going to find a way to get the gun. And the thing is, we've already come so far that there's so many or there's numerous guns in the world. They're going to be able to find them. And then when they have them, it'll be even more dangerous because the civilians aren't going to be able to defend themselves. I saw a statistic that said that around – I don't remember where it was from. I'll have to find that and post it. But it said that the average murder rate or for mass shootings when the police arrive is 13.3 deaths. And then by if they're killed by civilians, the average is 2.2 deaths. So it really shows that civilians are able to step up if they're concealing and carrying. So if there's more people with guns, then 
when a, if a mass shooter steps up and decides to act, then if there's civilians nearby with mm-hmm. with guns, then that's that's the better solution than trying to disarm the the mass shooter in the first place. I mean, yeah, because I really, I truly believe that there's more good people in the world than bad. The thing is, the law-abiding citizens are going to be the only ones that follow the gun control. The people who aren't law-abiding citizens and are planning on shooting people, they aren't going to follow that uh, laws that are put into place. Yeah, I, I see your point. But do you think it would still be – It would. Uh, well, let's take this guy in Las Vegas. He legally bought all of his guns, um, including like these semi-automatic weapons that were converted essentially into fully automatic weapons automatic weapons using a bump stock um i mean he bought all these guns legally and then he just later on turned out to be someone that would um commit this kind of heinous crime so don't you think it would at least get guns out of law-abiding citizens hands that would potentially become um like someone like this guy um and it would at least get more of these guns off the streets but i mean the thing is you can you can try and do that but if he really has a plan to go and shoot some people, he will find a way to kill people. He'll be able, like he's, they said that he did a bomb too, that he was just going to make a homemade bomb. So that's another thing that he was thinking about using. People could, what are going to do, ban knives now because they can kill people, ban cars because cars kill more people than mass shootings do. I really think if someone's planning to take another life, they're going to try and find a way to do it in any way that they can. They're not going to follow the law if they're about to break the law. Yeah, I mean... Today we have a lot of soft targets, you know, like all these, you know, any concert that's going on or, you know, schools or hospitals, airports. But if there's, if, if we have more people with guns, don't you think that'll only increase the amount of potential shootings overall? I mean, in an everyday situation, you, actually, let's just take like a police shooting. You know, if a police officer sees a guy and, you know, there's been situations where the police officer has maybe thought that this person, individual had had a gun. Mm-hmm. And if there's more people who are on the streets that, you know, do have guns, you don't you think there'll be more altercations and more violent escalations overall? Well, I mean, I still think that for like, let's say for police, it'll still come to training that as long as the people are following the rules and they're like, oh, can I see your gun or do you have a weapon on you? And they're being honest about it, then they're going to be in no harm. So I think it just has to come down to helping train the police, make sure if we start shifting to more and more own people holding guns, that they're going to have to know how to deal with that. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I mean, police training is definitely um, an important part, and I, we're running short on time. So I think for the listener, I think it's really just something we want to leave you with. Um, yeah, and- gun control is kind of – it's definitely a personal liberty um, but it's at the same time, it's a highly national issue. Yeah. Well, and I mean, one thing I think that, like, let's say if you're for or not for gun control, I think the problem comes down to uh, in the states, because if you have one state have really strict gun laws and the others don't, this is where we start running into problems because you have most of the mass shootings are actually in gun free zones. So they could get these guns from elsewhere and then come to these gun free zones. So that sort of just shows or builds on my point that it's already gotten too late where people are going to find a way to get a gun and go to the gun-free zone where no one's going to be able to protect themselves because they know that. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. Anyway, we're running very short on time. And so, audience, I think it's definitely up to you to make the, your uh, decision on where, where you stand. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Big Picture on the Wilson Broadcast Network. If you haven't already, please follow the Wilson Broadcast Network Twitter Um, The handle is WVHS Broadcast, um, and give us a follow for more updates.